What is up, Hawks Nation? Welcome back to the Hawks Fan TV podcast. I am your co-host, Derek Freeze. If you're watching on YouTube, you notice this right away. Um, Max Face is not here this evening. Um, he will not be joining me, so I am flying solo. He will be back next week. If this is your first time listening, um, welcome. This is my first time running the podcast solo, so if you love it, great. If you don't, hey, go listen to some of our earlier stuff or, you know, tune in next week as well. You know, Mac is the heart and soul of this show. I'm so very blessed that he tapped me on the shoulder and asked me to come co-host over the summer. Um, This week's episode, we're just going to talk about the preseason. You know, four of the five preseason games have been played since Mac and I last, since last episode, we did our season preview. Um, And let's face it, guys. I'm not going to go game for game with this because season preseason for sports is kind of like methadone for a heroin addict. It's not quite the real thing, but it'll hold you over. And, you know, in preseason, as we saw with the Hawks, like, you know, guys were sitting, other teams, the teams were playing were sitting. We're not really running game plans against who we're playing. We're just kind of running our stuff. So really what I want to do is not to really go game by game, but kind of just go the vibes of what I'm seeing from my take on what I'm seeing from the preseason action so far. Um, you know, it starts off with, there's basically like, I guess five big things I've noticed about, you know, the Hawks in preseason, you know, mind you, like we've been playing like, you know, the first game, you know, Hunter didn't play for a couple games. Uh, you know, the last game against the Pacers are arguably our best three players, uh, or best two, hands down. Uh, Trey and Murray um, didn't play. Then CC also said as well. But there's five things I kind of noticed across all the games. Um, and that's for the overall team. And it starts off first and foremost with aggression on both sides of the ball. You know, we are being aggressive, pushing the pace. We're being aggressive on defense, you know, trying to get steals. It's just lowering lowering our heads, getting to the rim. It's just I noticed overall the team had a lot more aggression about it. Um, Another thing that I really noticed is, and I kind of already said it, was pace. You know, Quinn wants us to be running faster, get the ball in the transition, um, and it'll go along with the pace is space. Um, Space in the floor. You know, last year, especially when John Collins is on the floor, you know, Trey was having, a, you know, John Collins and Clint um, without having like, you know, Gallo and, and and healthy bogey, it really clogged the middle of the lane. So having that spacing and also with the pace, I did forget to mention this, you saw a lot more turnovers this, this preseason, what we're used to out of the Hawks. Some of that is just because it is preseason. Some of that's going to be, well, because... We are pushing the ball faster. Um, you know, turnover is going to be because of that. But um, and then the last thing, or the last two things, is the threes and just the amount, sheer number of threes we were shooting, and not just shooting, but also it's like Quinn was asking these guys, like, "Hey, you know, let it fly." Quinn's even said, "Like, I'd be more upset." If you pass on taking an open three, then if you do take it and miss it, um, we definitely saw that and defense. Um, you know, this team, uh, please prove me wrong, Hawks. 
if any of y'all listen, don't take this wrong way, but this is not going to be a top five defensive team. This is definitely an offensive first team. However, you know, you just saw the team like doing playing a little bit more perimeter defense has been the struggle for this team for the past couple of years since Trey has been here. Um, it's like we really kind of funneled things to CC and how basically had CC and Onyeka had to clean up a lot of stuff on the interior. But I saw more like aggressive defense on the perimeter. Um, and what I, what we want to see out of that is getting more turnovers and getting the ball into transition faster. Um, that's some of the overarching themes I saw. Another thing I kind of saw is just going to be how fun it's going to be to see Quinn kind of set this lineup every night. I mean, we got, you know, at the four spot, I know a lot of people wondering, like, who's going to start? Is it going to be Bay? Is it going to be uh, Jalen? Or, you know, I'm just kind of looking at this. We got a lot of great kind of very, you know, different kind of lineups that we can throw out there. And between the three and the four spot alone, I mean, we got Bay, JJ, Hunter, Bogey, um, AJ Griffin. And that's just of the big nine. Of course, there's you no know, West Matthews can, can come in. Um, but, you know, I saw, I saw just a lot of buy-in. It seemed like on the defense, getting better defensively, even Trey, Trey Young in defensive stances, you know, we saw it when Quinn came in last year, he started playing defense more. Um, you know, I remember we, in a six man session, we started a two-way Trey chant one time because he was actually playing <laughs> some pretty good defense at the time. Um, but the biggest thing also I kind of saw there on the defense is like Trey was taking a charge against Memphis. It was called a block, but the bench erupted when he did that. And to me, that's really going to be a con card because the defense we've been ranked in the, in the, you know, mid to high twenties in the league since Trey has been here for the past couple of years. I think for us to get to where I said that we need to be that our defense needs to get into around that top 15 mark. And I think we can, even though our team's not, you know, set up with the best defensive players, but I think, you know, just with more buy-in and want to, that we can really get there. Um, Some of the more individual stuff I saw, it's like with Trey Young, like he looks sharp. You know, I love seeing him play, you know, play off the ball which I think is going to be actually very big for this team this year. I mean, for the past couple of years, it's pretty much been Trey's going against a set defense unless we're in transition. And having him play off the ball, it just really opens up a lot of different avenues in which, especially if teams try to put a bigger bigger defensive presence on Trey, if they're having to then run around, um, run around trying to keep up with Trey when he's moving off the ball, especially when he goes and stands in the corner, um, I think it's really going to – I think you're really going to see Trey really take off this year. I mean, um, Quinn's threatened him to shoot more threes. You know, we've saw that, you know, against – who was it? Uh, Which team was it? Where are my notes? If you can cut this out by all means, buddy.
It was a Memphis game. In the Memphis game, he shot, you know, four from seven from three. I think um, we need to definitely see Trey get over like 10 three-point shots per game. I mean, some of those shots were actually from the logo too in that game, but, you know, he's looked sharp so far. And so would Murray as well. I think both of them are coming to this season with a chip on their shoulder. I mean, I just saw the other day where <laughs> Murray was ranked number 60 in the top 100 um, on ESPN's um, NBA player rankings. And uh, Murray did not take too kindly to that. I think between that and Trey missing out on the Olympics, like they just both just seem to have a chip on their shoulder and to see like Trey really step up with the defense. And Murray seems to be really vocal about, you know, getting better himself, like getting back to what he what he normally is on defense last year was definitely a kind of a step back for Murray defensively. Um, definitely looking that forward to that. Those are two kind of known qualities on this team. Same with Clint, like Clint, you know what you're getting. I mean, our center, our center, like grouping between Clinton and Yeka is probably the best center, like in terms of just a position group, probably one of the best in the league, if not the best between Clint and Onyeka. That's, you know, we have all game, just, you know, two guys that can just kill and they both do things kind of differently. You know, Clint is, you know, one of the best run defenders in the league um, Spike runs up and down the court. I'm not too worried about, you know, CC Onyeka. He had a kind of shaky first game there against Cleveland. Um, but I would say, you know, with him, him and Jalen, you can definitely tell their friends off, off the court. Onyeka has gotten better every year since he's been in the league. But with Nate, we took a guy that really had all this, like, you know, if you go watch him at USC, like he had a lot more offensive skill sets and, with Nate and company, he just kind of was underneath the uh, getting rebounds and putting up stuff, but putting the balls in his hand more. And even when we got to see on Yucca throw up some threes, he went two for three one night. So, you know, Quinn very much is like, hey, you get out there and you're open and the ball comes to you, just take the shot. Um, we even seen that with the bigger, you know, with our big man. Now, if we get a Clint Capella uh, three this year, like, uh, Especially if it's at a home game that I'm at, I'm going to be going ape shit crazy. Um, I would love to see a Clint Capella three. I think that would take the stadium down. But the big kind of, and then of course with the other old head of the group, um, Hunter, Hunter missed the first three games of preseason with a, with a, with a bone bruise. Um, he came out against the Pacers and I really like what I saw is really aggressive, you know, driving to the basket, you know, attacking the rim. He had against the the Pacers. He had, I think, like nine. Was it how many free throws did he have? He had nine free throws in twenty minutes. You know, definitely like to see him be more aggressive. We know he has that pull up mid range game that he's pretty good at. But I like seeing him attack the rim the way he did. Um, it's a small sample size we saw him of this year. The biggest, you know, kind of questions for me going into this year was going to be at our, who's going to be at our four spot. And, you know, Jalen, Jalen Johnson and Sadiq Bay, both of them really look good this, this preseason. Um, I still think Bay's probably going to be the starter. Um, uh, Hassan, the run the writers here for Hawks, Hawks fan TV. I was reading on the post that he had about, can we trust the deaths of the, of the Hawks? Something I didn't know about Sadiq Bay. Last season, when he was on the court and John Collins was off, 
The Hawks had offensive rating of 126. That is absurd. Um, I really, I really like, we know he can shoot. We know he's not the best defensively, but what I saw this preseason was one, as you saw right off the rip in that Cleveland game, he put his head down and he drove aggressive to the basket. Um, really started back in the Boston series, but we know he is phenomenal from three. He can shoot the lights out. But, man, for his big size, to see him really drive to get those two feet in the paint and then put those shots up, really like what I saw there. And then defensively even, he was moving, you know, moving through the screens instead of just trying to go around them. He's really seen to step up his presence there. And same with Jalen Johnson. Like, I don't know who's going to be the starter. And I honestly don't care because I trust Quinn to figure out what's going to work best. I know Jalen and Anyeka, good friends, they might have them. Um, and their their chemistry definitely seemed to be um, – you could definitely tell the, their chemistry playing on the court that seemed to be friends. Now, Jalen and Trey do need to work on their lot a little bit. But overall, I mean, uh, Jalen had two real big, impressive games. In fact, against in, – in the Cleveland game, um, it was Dominique that said, look, hey, you know, J.J.'s going to surprise people this year. And so far, he has been right. What's also been really interesting to see, you know, Jalen is a guy that, you know, he's not the, the best shooter. He's not like a city babe. I mean, he definitely pulled the trigger without hesitation when he was given the shot. But what's going to be interesting with Jalen is I think he's really going to help out not only defensively, but help out start the transition offense, um, no matter if he's starting or on the second union. Um, because he has some ball handling skills. He's a great passer. Uh, usually, you know, the Hawks, if they want the base catch the ball, CC catching the ball, he's looking around for a guard. That's taking a half a second or maybe a second. Jalen can get that ball and, you know, up a steal, up a rebound, and immediately turn up field and sit, start setting, you know, start the offense. And that half second to a second, that's a big difference. In, and especially in the NBA, you get put more pressure on the defense. You know, space the floor, find the open shooter. I'm really, really loving the overall team vibes. Um, as of course, you know, I think the only of the starters I'm really of the big nine that I really haven't talked about yet is, you know, Bogey and AJ. Bogey didn't have the best stats. The guy, you know, is older vet. We know what Bogey is. I'm not too worried. Um, it is preseason. He just had an amazing showing at the FIBA World Cup. You know, Serbia placed second. He was leading that team. You know, I think that it was just, we don't really need to see. We know what Bogey is. He's one of the highest basketball IQ guys in the league. He's a winner. He's a leader. He can shoot with from anywhere on the court with anyone in his face. So I'm not worried there. AJ Griffin, even though he started hot off against you know, Cleveland driving to the basket, you know, getting um getting some getting to the paint and then getting some shots up. He was shaky kind of the rest of it. And I'm not too concerned about that because we know AJ Griffin can shoot. Um so the shots weren't falling because back to what I was kind of saying earlier, it's like, you know, I'm not really looking at stats and just kind of kind of seeing like how people are moving. Um AJ definitely hit the rookie wall last year. He definitely, you know, offensively, he's great defensively. You know, he's got some got some stuff to work on, but he is he's still a second year player. 
Um, I think, you know, sometimes we kind of forget that about some of your young guys, but, you know, I just think overall Quinn just has all these, like, he's got buy-in from the older, you know, the leaders of his team, but also the young guys. Like, I don't know, like it just, it feels different. This team has kind of a, I know someone else made this comparison, but I would, but it's something I've been thinking about when Boot Hoser got here, um, and we had that sixty win season. Like I just really feel like you know what we're seeing from this team now. Of course, let us go on a bad losing streak and see how all this kumbaya stuff goes away. But there seems to be real buy in all across the team. It's something I'm super excited about. We do have um, one more preseason game, and that is tomorrow against Philly, and that's probably going to be our dress rehearsal game. So, like, right now, we still have not seen our, you know, starters all play together. Um, so it is going to be interesting. What I'm going to be looking out for to see who Quinn does put at the four spot tomorrow. Um, will it be Jalen? Will it be Sadiq Bey? Will it be on Kongu? Like, are we going to do something crazy with, you know, putting um, on Kongu and Clint together on the floor at the same time? Um, but it it is very interesting to see, you know, what Quinn's going to do. I have a feeling, you know, we should see tomorrow. It's definitely got to be the dress rehearsal. I mean, being that we haven't seen it yet, as well as the fact that we our regular season doesn't start until Wednesday. We go to Charlotte. So I'm really going to be looking forward to that tomorrow. And... I want to make sure I didn't leave anything out. Oh, yeah. Talking about exactly earlier when I was saying how many more threes that we've been putting up. Uh, these have been the number of threes that we put up so far this preseason. Uh, 41, 42, 42, and 26 against the Pacers. That's uh, exponentially a lot more than what we used to under Nate. Turnovers did go up. You know, every game we had at least 20 turnovers except for the Pacers game. But, again, it's preseason. I'm not really too worried about that there. Just overall, there's a lot to be excited about if you're a Hawks fan. You know, I'm super pumped for this year. Of course, it's always super easy at this time of year when everyone's record is 0-0. I mean, ours technically is 3-1, but it's preseason. And after Friday night after the game, it all goes to 0-0. But like I said, there's a lot of optimism. There's a lot of reason to where I – Everything I've seen so far has not deterred me away from the predictions I made last week. When I, me and Matt both kind of almost, funny enough, he said I predicted a 45 team, uh, 45 win team. I predicted a 46 win team, both being top seed or top, the fourth seed in the East. Um, and nothing I've seen so far kind of steers me otherwise from what I thought. But I'd love to hear what y'all think. I'd love to hear what y'all think of my analysis. I'd love to hear what y'all think of, you know, me hosting a solo show by myself. Um, feel free to reach out to me directly at, you know, DerekFreeze81 on, on Twitter, also on Instagram, you know, anywhere you can find me. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please just go, go to Hotspan TV, check out written work there. You know, and hey, keep supporting the show. I'll be in this, uh, for those of you that have been paying along, paying attention or been following along with us. I had my six man tryout with my wife for the Hawks crazy fan section, the Kia six man section, um, on Thursday. This is my, I got in. This is my second year. 
So I'm looking forward to uh, being in Section 121 with all my Crazy Hawk fans going crazy again. Um, we will be coming back next week to, one, go over the final preseason game. Um, I'll give a Matt to figure out if we're going to do a pot episode on that before the season starts or if we're going to be coming back right after the start of the season. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to be missing the first home game. I'm very sad about that because I always love when the Knicks come to town. My wife is from Connecticut, her whole family, love the Knicks. So I'm actually going to be up there. So I'll be watching it amongst, uh, I'll be watching it with the enemy. But thank you all for listening. Thank you all for all the support. You know, this has been a lot of fun. But like I said, um, please, you know, if you have any comments or anything, feel free to reach out to us. This has been a blast. Can't wait to talk to you all next week. Y'all take care. Stay safe out there. Bye-bye.